five and the one, two, three, four, five. Um, now I mean, shit, we really be using these motherfuckers though. We do. Niggas really be sitting out in the back. I ain't gonna face. Plans Niggas really be boy. sitting on the roof getting baked. Enjoy this earthling weather, my boy. Then water ass out the chat. That's all shit. Yeah. Uh, it is a lovely day to get baked though. Of course, always. Lovely, lovely, lovely day time to get. to get baked any day. It's a lovely day like Bill Withers in this motherfucker. It's a. <laughs> it don't get no lovelier than that, baby. What a lovely day. <laughs> lovely oh, day. Oh, sick. Lovely day. We lovely missed day. you guys. Lovely day. Lovely day. A lovely day. We missed you guys. We missed you gals. We missed you peoples. You weeples. My weepalization. And I missed all my niggas. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> My nigga Jackie Moon said, Who wanna love me sexy? Sexy. Hey, that shit is funny. That nigga said, Take off your shoes. Suck me sexy. Suck me sexy. That's a certified hit. I paid 99 cents for that Clear. bitch when it came uh, you out. You told me. I'm like, Jackie oh, Moon. Funny. Um. This is completely unrelated. What is your favorite Will Ferrell movie? Shit, man. I think you asked me this before on an older podcast. I'm sure we talked about this before. Because some guy always, you know what I'm saying? I Will Ferrell's funny, but I just... The movies that people usually really think like... are the funniest or the ones that they like the most are the ones I like the least. I don't really Tyler like Day Anchorman. Nights. Tyler Dagger Nights is like the movie. Kind of. Yes. Uh, I mean, my favorite Will Ferrell movies are like my absolute all-time favorite Will Ferrell role is Wedding Crashers, and he's literally only in that shit for like two scenes. Yeah. Uh, but as Chaz, though. Yeah. <laughs> as Chaz. Uh, what's the name of that fucking movie that he played? Uh, I fuck with Blaze of Glory. Blaze of Glory was cool. Uh, Tyler Dagan Nice, you said. That that is what it is. I fuck with Stranger Than Fiction. Him and uh fucking Tilda Swinton, I think. Nah, this is an old movie. Other guys. Nah, that's one, but nah, it's an old movie. I forgot the name of it. I have it on DVD. I ain't watched it in a minute though. He was like, Emilio! That was in the line trying to get in the club and shit. Him and his homie. Oh, night at the Roxbury. I really, really fuck with I really fuck with that movie. Night at the Roxbury. That's my shit. Classic. Uh, and then he got the one where it was like he was a, a mooch, uh, uh, Lucha Libre. Yeah, not nah, nah. He went on wrestler, but you know what movie I'm talking about? It was some type of like it was a it was a Mexican like themed movie. Oh, I do know what you' talking about. I don't remember the name of that one though. That shit is mad funny. It is. That was. He got another movie. I think that shit is called like Casino Night or some shit with Amy Poehler. Uh, where they like start hosting the gambling tournament at they uh, shit at they crib, and it turned into some. It get out of their hands, and it turned into that shit is also pretty funny. Uh, see, 
funny. I, he funny. I I think my beef with Will Ferrell is, is not with Will Ferrell. It's and with I the love fans. Anchorman one and two. It's they are cool. I just don't think that they are the best. All right, what's your beef? It's I, the, usually the people the movies that people go to first when they try to like defend Will Ferrell or be like, oh, Will Ferrell, this, that, and the other is usually like the movies that I think aren't the best. I feel you. Like, I don't think Anchorman or fucking uh, the movie with uh, John C., the other movie with John Riley, The Brothers. The, the, the Step Brothers. Step Brothers, yeah. That was funny, but that is definitely not in my top, so. The movie with Kevin Hart. Uh... Not what was the name of that, that shit? Fucking what the fuck was the name of that movie? I didn't watch it. I know what you're talking about though. My bad. Well, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Kevin Hart is the reason that turned me off. Actually, I mean, but th- those are two similar types of comedy though. Like the reason I don't really like Kevin Hart is like I'm not, I'm not gonna say I don't like Kevin Hart, and I'm not gonna say I don't like Will Ferrell. I just think that. The Will Ferrell conversation is just interesting. Anyway, though, this is... Night at the Roxbury, bro. That's Night at the Roxbury. Stranger than fiction. I'll say that in some people. Some people will be like, you know, nah, that shit funny. I thought Stranger than fiction was funny as fuck, too. That shit is funny. That's why, I like, when people say Talladega Nights, that's cool, but that's, like, the go-to movie that... That's one of the first few movies people gonna mention. Yeah. Uh, but that shit ain't Fucking even on... Ricky Bobby. Do the Ricky Bobby stop. Pose for the frame. And we all do the same thing. You, Ricky, Bobby. Ah. Ricky, Bobby. Ricky, Bobby. Pose, Pose for, for the frame. frame. Fuck you talking about. Uh, Are you four-leaf clover? And with the, I, we, this is turkeys on the roof. It's a goddamn Kruger in the car. It's a goddamn Kruger in the car. And remember, if you're not first... You're last. You're last. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. I want to go fast. Real, real fast. Uh, that is the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ricky Bobby. Rick Bobby. Rick Bobby. Uh, I am Uncle Trey. Mizio Ricky Bobby. And we are sponsored by not Wonder Bread. Fuck you talking about. Medicakes, edibles, in this bitch, cuz. <laughs> uh, shout out to Chef J and the whole Medicaid Edibles team for always looking us right and treating us right. I forgot I was finna say, I was finna say something. I hate when that happened. That's the Medicaid Edibles shit. Shit. Make you forget what you're gonna say and your pain. Fuck you talking about. Blew the hell out of me just now. I blew the hell out of myself. Um, it happens. Hmm. Was it about Medicakes? Yeah, shit, I forgot what it was. Fuck. Let it come back. You been dipping in the juices and the lemonades and the cookies and cream bars and the peach cobbler and the strawberry shortcake and the turtle brownies and the cookies and, and the Oreo cookies and cream I have, brownies? I have not been dipping in the turtle brownies. But I did be I do be sipping Nigga, he named everything Left everything else out But the turtle brownies I have absolutely not been dipping in those No, 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 no I have be I be sipping the juice 
I'll be sipping the, the juice. Sipping on gin and juice. But with no gin, though. If you putting gin in your medicates, you a sick-ass mother. You a sick-ass sicko if you putting gin in your medicates. No, I know some people that mix their juice with liquor. And I'm like, what? If you putting gin in your Medi juice, you sick as hell, bro. People be mixing that shit with vodka and shit. I be like, yo, you're turn up is crazy. Why do you want to do this to yourself? <laughs> why? Why like Jada Kiss? Why? 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 Why like my nigga Fred? Why the devil keep on fucking with me? <laughs> they ain't even catch that one. Shit, why he knocking at my door? Could you tell me what he hunting me for? Tell me what he hunting me for. Fuck you talking about. Man, that shit funny as hell. It is. It is. Um, oh. Now let's get busy. Busy boogie. Oh. Boogie down Bronx. Boogie down Bronx. That's funny. Um, we, uh. show is about to take his top off. Whole time. Out here like a little thought. Your nipples all out in public and shit. Ain't nobody say nothing about my motherfucking necklace out though. Let me breathe. I'm saying though, said, keep that motherfucker on. As long as you got that bitch on, niggas, it's safe. All this bitch don't come off. Say, if this motherfucker ever go anywhere, something happened. Funny as hell. Um, you can't snatch this one off my neck, baby. You gotta snatch my collarbone out my body. My collar bizon. Like busy bizon. Boom, 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 boom. Tell me what you gonna do. My nigga, we did not shoot an episode last week cause life. Everything. Life did life. Life lifed on us last week and we. Did not make it to shoot with you guys, and we apologize. We miss you too. Um, whole time I suppose we could get better about broadcasting that on the page page. But when life be lifing, though, life be lifing. Not gonna lie, man. I be watching interviews or certain interviews and shit, and like as far as like music. Or, you know, music or podcast goes. When you do it, do it. Because that shit is impactful. And I be experiencing this shit now. Like, if people, you know, some people be like, yo, what happened? And in my mind, I be like, just didn't shoot an episode. But the whole time, people be looking for that. People definitely like motherfuckers do definitely be hitting us like not on social media but like hitting oh. niggas phones. <laughs> no, they catch me in person. Yo. Catch a nigga in traffic. <laughs> like, hey, yo, what I was just talking to, just talking to some guy about this the other day. Like, I be out here. I be like, I still be. On, I be on the train a lot. Yeah. Niggas will catch you on the. Hey, bro, what happened to the episode? Yeah, people really be looking for the uh, next episode and them shits. My nah. bad shit. No, nah, that matters because it, it's, a, it's it's it has a little it has an impact. I mean, you know, like I said, we the self care that niggas don't know that they need. Yeah. That's all you know. We out here just 
Helping you get through your Monday, sometimes your Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe even your Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mostly your Monday, though. Yeah. You know? Um, Cause shit, we know how stressful them motherfucking Mondays be, man. It's like my boy Wiz told, Wiz told Burner that. I don't just be making music to make it because it has an impact. And when people start to like it, they want it. Yep. They want it. So if you're going to do it, do it. Whole time, I'm finna come about this motherfucker too. Oh, you thought I was joking. Nah, it's spicy up here. On my mama, I was giving niggas that spicy three piece on the court last night, though. Yeah. See, I. I ain't got the I ain't got the skill for the spicy three piece on the court. I was spicy three piece in niggas last night. It was a good I time. I probably do, but handle my handles. Shit, Kyle Corbin don't got no fucking handle. That's why I said I stand somewhere and shoot for you though. Fuck out of here. Yeah, no, nah, just spot up right there and knock that down. That's all you gonna hear. Just knock that down. Keep shooting. Knock that down. Keep shooting that. It's gonna fall. That's it. Uh I guess we could get the niggas is thirty, and I'm niggas. <laughs> Shit, I'm following. Niggas is thirty. Uh, niggas said when they turned thirty, they was gonna retire. They was gonna hide a beach house and the Yeezy by now. We was gonna hide a yacht and the beach house by now. Uh, I would say we still got two more years because I'm not thirty. This yet. is true. Nigga, we got like a year and some change. Half. We called it a half. We got a half, a year and a half. That's it. Because my birthday coming up, and then we got this time next year. <laughs> so, boy, that's like 14 months. But I feel you, though. Close enough to half. I feel you, though. Uh, and really, all that shit is just, it. Uh, I understand why people say, you know what I'm saying? I understand... The notion that once you hit your 30s, when people say you don't take you really you don't really take shit serious until you in your 30s, I I disagree with the premise, but I understand why people say it though. Yeah. Cause when you turn 30, your perspective on quote unquote the shit that's serious and the quote unquote shit that matters, it shifts for some people. It don't shift for me because I'm fortunate enough to kind of have an idea about what I want yeah. my finish line to look like. Yeah. Because of that, turning 30 is more of like a solidifying thing. Of, like, I turned 30 and woke up and was like, do I still want to write books? I feel like I'm still be with my plan. Like, like do I still want to write children's books? Do I still fuck with gym shoes? Do I still fuck with tattoos? Do I still fuck with no. Trinity Knots? Yeah. Did my dick get hard upon awaking? Did it wake me up as it did throughout all of my teens and 20s? Or is this really the downhill that I hear niggas talk about? I was fortunate enough that all of these things were true and I checked all of these boxes. So I am grateful to be 30. Yeah. Especially when niggas kind of didn't think they was going to make it past 22. Yeah. You like, nigga make it to 18 and graduate, we in there. Nigga make it to 21, we out of there. <laughs> you just gotta, it's like them, like your survival years. Like, yeah, nah. You know, niggas 16, 17, you losing partners left and right. Niggas scrolling on you left and right. You like, yo, 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 yo. Yeah. 
Um, you like to do the honors? No, 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 no. Big Cubanos today. Big Natural Leafy. Hemp Cubanos today. Fuck you talking about. So, um, oh, here we go. The countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Fuck you talking about. Um, yeah, baby. I mean, niggas turned 30. I didn't really, 30 made me want to work more. Yeah? It didn't, I didn't necessarily have a notion of, like, I wanted to party. Mm-hmm. And I did party. I turned a little bit, you know, but this big extravagant, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when I woke up, I wanted to work. You to work? I wanted to work. Because when I turned 31, I don't want to work as much. When I turn 32, I want to work even less. By the time I'm 33, I want the work to be done. You got three threes next to each other, baby. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but no, I mean, it, it, it's dope to see a lot of my homies turning 30. Uh, a lot of my friends, you know, turning 30. They out there with their kids, their wives, their husbands. Um... That shit is dope, cause like I said, it was being thirty was just a foreign concept to me. It's a foreign concept to a bunch of us. You see what I'm saying? So to actually be sitting in it like, nah, nigga, you got three decades worth of figuring this shit out. So go right on ahead, and I mean, you doing something mildly right, cause you still here figuring it out. Yeah. My decision-making skills are pretty on point. Is there anything you nervous about turning 30? Me personally? Yeah. No. Physically, I still feel like I'm about 18, 19, 20 at max. Sometimes get a little... Stay nilt down a little too long. Your knees be like standing the fuck up. Funny as hell. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have bad knees though, but I can tell. Every now I, and then, though, I I can tell when I've been in a position for too long. You be like, hey, bro, don't you want to uh, <clears throat> stretch or go for a walk around the room or something right now? Yeah, I'm not nervous. Yeah. I'm not nervous. Nothing makes me nervous about turning 30 because honestly, I feel like my OG found the fountain of youth, and you know, while I was marinating in all that youth, I came out. And I feel like I'm immaculate, bro. Like, nah, niggas live. I feel like I'm gonna look young for life, damn near. Niggas lived on the good side of positive in their twenties. So yeah. turning thirty was like I said. I feel like sometimes I do. <coughs> the saying goes, you know, sometimes you feel like you fly too close to the sun with certain shit. Sometimes I feel like I do that, but sometimes I feel like I fly through the sun and end up on the other side, like boom. But when I end up on the other side, it's like, okay, you made it through, but look at what you did. Look at what the fuck you did. Yeah. So I don't really want to end up on the other side and fly through it because that's not the objective here. Flying through the sun is not the objective. I mean, my boy Medora, he broke his finger. He broke the fingers on his hand twice because he was going through it. He flicked his cheek. Flicked his thumb out his cheek. Oh, you see what I'm saying? 38, it don't scare me. It scared people around me, probably. Friends or such. Oh, you're turning 30. <laughs> that was, you know, I got a lot. Of, I appreciated all of the Dirty 30 texts, though. All the Dirty 30 messages. Um, 
I will say, I do look at naps a little differently. Nigga, I've been looking at naps a little differently since I started smoking <laughs> I, for real. I do look at naps a little differently. For sure. Uh, oh, shit. Got the pull-up on the pull-up. Packages coming to the mail. Oh, 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 baby. Oh, baby, whoa, baby. Careful, beloved. Yep, that's about the safest spot. <laughs> so, uh... And also, I don't have no kid, no babies. Me neither, baby. I just got baby genius. So me turning thirty is, you know, you know, I got Prince, you know, yeah. Prince baby genius. You know, I got kids around me. I don't have my own. Some funny as hell. Some guy. Some guy in space done popped up on us in the lab, y'all. What's cracking? What's bracking, man? See if we can get them to make an appearance on this motherfucker. They levitate your ass up here. Hell yeah. Oh. My boy, some guy. <clears throat> All right, well, uh, we were not able to get some guy to make an official, <laughs> an official appearance, uh, but uh, as always, you know, he sends his love and affection to everybody who fuck with the pod and the turkeys. And, uh, you know, he always around. So, yeah. hey, I'm real because I held on to mine. <coughs> I held on to it, but I had to find it throw it away. Oh, it says, you know what, fuck, we could get into this too. Uh, Coral Oral. Coral Oral. Shout out to Coral fucking Oral. Um,. So some guy, he he blessed us with his presence today because he uh we had some uh some new toothbrushes, a pack of toothbrushes that came in the mail, and uh, we needed some here at uh Share Ink, so he uh, he came and dropped us off some here. Um, on the roof uh, So shout out to some guy In space uh, Appreciate you as always And uh, Coral Oral um, Black Black on toothbrushes Yes Oh and they soft too I mean not even no bullshit Black on or not It's the best toothbrush I've ever experienced I've had a great amount of Toothbrushes in my life. <laughs> I hope I would hope most people have countless. You know what I'm saying? You no, hope brands. You, I don't. You know. Usually, Crest, Colgate. Yeah. Those. These game changers, though. Yeah. Game changers. I would. Yeah. And this is our second go round. Uh. I'm gonna just we, buy some in abundance. We sort of we we sort of shouted them out the first time when we ordered some, but we hadn't experienced them. <laughs> We didn't have a chance to like really test them out, run through them. Uh, I had to get rid of mine. Uh, in the near past, yeah. at some time, at some point, um, you know, because you're supposed to swap them out very regularly. So uh, I um, 
I tossed mine, but it was hands down best toothbrush uh, to ever grace my my mouth and gums and teeth and everything. So mouth, gums, teeth, tongue. You know. And shout out to um the We Buy Black platform because that's where I first encountered and heard about Cora Oral. Um, so a platform where. Pretty much Speaking of Make it a black Walmart That's what we doing You need detergent We sell that here You need soap We sell that here You need toothbrushes Toothpaste Black owned Black ownership We sell these products Right here Yeah Speaking of that When are we supposed to be Getting that board game It's coming Shout out to my boy Derek Grace too We got you bro It's only 10,000 of a May In home banking board game We got ours Bro, always say, my family gonna be straight. We gonna get there and figure it out one way or another. So this ain't even about that. This is just because you want to be a part of something. You want to... be representative of the things you believe in across the board. That was a nice way to put it. You know what I'm saying? Like... This is what I believe in. These are the things that I teach, preach. These are the things that you do. Yeah. These are the things that I do. So, like, you want those things to balance each other out. You want those things to align. So, if you want to support creativity... And ownership and uh, access to information, exchange of knowledge, wisdom, um, in a on a from a black perspective or focused on a black perspective. Uh, built for you know what I'm saying. A certain person or a certain culture, you know, that's if that's what you want to do, that's what you su- support. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if that's what you believe in, then you support that. However, you know, you, however, you do so. Bro, say he got the board game coming out. Okay, let me get one. You say you only got 10,000 of them made? Let me get one quickly. Okay. Okay. Expeditiously Expeditiously So uh, I think he got I think it's a thousand left Damn 1500 left Something like that So I mean he been selling them since September October How many he said Had a whole total 10 10k 10k Only 10,000 of them Is printed When they gone They gone We got ours. We got ours. Y'all come over and play. All the time. Y'all come over and play. It's just access to knowledge. That's what that's what you're looking for in everything and all the creativity. And I don't even play board <clears throat> games no more. Like I didn't got so far away from board games to card yeah. games and away from card games to you know, video games, and I ain't really, you know, that's kind of hard to top, but it's just, I, I, I'm willing to play. 
How do you? How are you able to use your creativity to, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, share knowledge with people, reach and share? Oh yeah. So, I'ma play it. Like I said, I don't mind playing games like Monopoly and shit. Them shits just be. Monopoly is like super drawn out. Exactly. The mood is different. Mm-hmm. The goal of the game is different. Mm-hmm. And at some point, them type of games is just like you got it. You have to set an occasion or a move for those games to be. Yeah. Even for this one, I'm sure you'll have yeah. to, you know. Like the game of life, never played it. Does I don't look in, it doesn't it don't look interesting to me. I mean some games I've played because I've played. I enjoy board games, you know, in general, so I enjoy card games, so you come across different versions, you play Shoots and Ladders was my shit. Shoots and Ladders was the shit. Candy. Was the shit. OG game. Damn, that used to sit right Clue. Up the table. Clue. That's a hard one too. Guess who? I, I mean, I, this was my shit. Don't wake daddy. Goldfish. Don't Goldfish. Wake, don't wake daddy. I'm telling you, man. That was him in that episode of Goddamn Rick and Morty when Jerry was having his, his gay lover dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Don't wake daddy. Sick as hell. You a sick man. The smoke is really green. That's it. Did you peep that? Have you ever peeped it? Really greens. You just greened out. That's it. Um. So yeah, no. Nah, go get your in-home banking board game, man. Go get you a a, a book. Uh, you know, y'all know we need to support people who doing what he doing. Cause because you not a, a lot of us not gonna do it. No. A lot of us not going to do it. So we ain't going to do it. We can support. That's it. Like, that's it. However you feel about it, you know you're not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it the way he's doing it. And the way he's doing it is important. Yeah. So, like, let's support him. Let's support him. Uh, I fuck with them. Put, uh, let me see those. Yeah. So shout out to Derek Grace. Shout out to Core Oral. Um, you can get four packs. They sell individual joints. You can buy them both. Ship them to you. Uh, can I have this one on the end back here in this time? Cause I I had this one last time. Which one? The spotty one. I had the the, the I had the regular one the last time. So really any one I get out the pack I'm straight with this time. I want I want this one in the back. So um you know, just support. Uh oh, I got some oh shout out to uh truly yummy. I bought a King Debonair Shea Butter. Very nice. Very smooth, very creamy. Uh, I like it. I like it. Good. I know it's, they sell sugar scrubs, um, shea butters, and I think they doing beard oils now too. Oh, so for the beard niggas, you know what I'm saying. So get you a get you a truly yummy. <clears throat> It's your truly yummy uh, shea butter. It's a 
nice ass day. Beautiful. Shorts, crazy. Top off, <coughs> necklace out, tail out. Okay, so we've been talking about black ownership and shit. Have you ever heard of a gentleman by the name of Clarence Avon? Oftentimes referred to as the Black Godfather. The Black Godfather? Ain't that Turk? <laughs> My boy Turk. My boy Turk. Yeah, you see? Caught you over God. Yeah. My boy Turk. Like, hey, you funny as hell. See? I remember. Oh, he Turk. I told who I forgot who I was talking to. I'm like, man, that's Turk. Y'all Harlem niggas is off the chain. Off the chain. I'm, I'm going, going back, back to, to Hell's kitchen, kitchen where it's safe. Hey. Ah. Yes, I have, sir. Uh my man Clarence Avon, he got a, they did a documentary, they did a doc on him on Netflix mm-hmm. called The Black Godfather. And uh, he uh, just a dope ass old dude who get niggas paid. <laughs> Help motherfuckers do shit. I heard him say on that Oprah. Segment on Netflix that them that scar across his face, he got that shit because he had got jumped a while back. He said he got jumped by a group of people. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, now nah, whatever role, whenever you see him play some or whatever role, he he kill it. Wait 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 wait. We talking about two different. Hey, right, well, who you talking about? You talking about? Homie who played in uh, When They See Us, Michael K. Williams. Wait, wait, okay, wait. Who did he, he got the scar on his face? Mm. That's his name, Michael K. Williams. Oh, okay. he played in. Uh, he played the dad in the joint about. That's Turk. No, those are two different people. Turk from. Turk, Turk from the fucking. <laughs> okay, 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 yeah, nah. Them two different people. Okay. Um, Turk don't hide a scar. Okay. Yeah, nah. But those those two guys are those are two different people, and those two people are completely different from Clarence Avon. Okay. Clarence Avon is a he just he like they call him the Godfather because he like the old black dude who look out for the people in music in Hollywood. Okay. And he just kind of got into the shit because. Just kind of got into the shit. One of them type of situations. I'm gonna just go ahead and step in. Got a job from some white dude who had who's the head of a music company, mm-hmm. and then got put on a small project off to the side, mm-hmm. and then that small project off to the side turned into a big project, and then somebody from that big project wanted to be in movies, and then wound up being really his music wound up being in a shit ton of movies. So Clarence Avon made a lot of movie connections and then he turned into the dude who like was just helping all these motherfuckers. Barack Obama, Jamie Foxx, uh fucking 
him and uh, Quincy Jones is like homies. Like they like the two old niggas sitting back laughing, telling stories about each other. Then I told you other uh, one of the writers for uh, Toy Story, Rashida Jones. Like he the person who get all of these type of it's the, the two black blues brothers dudes. Yeah. Like if you see them, you know what they look like. They always got the hats and shit on the glasses. They look like the black blues brothers, okay. but like they like producers. Okay. They got they shit straightened out because they was hanging out with this. You know what I'm saying? Clarence Avon helped these niggas out. Okay. He helped, but he got pictures with. He helped Bill Clinton get connected with motherfuckers who was supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Like he one of them dudes. So you finna show me? You gonna show me? Show me. It's a doc, right? It's on Netflix documentary. Clarence Avon, dope as fuck. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Okay, check it out. I need to check it out. Check it out. Uh, but I, that shit we talking about black ownership. He was a person who was. I don't give a shit about none of that shit you talking about. How much you gonna pay me? Pay me, right? Kind of shit. That's what he was on. Uh, have you ever heard of the song called Mbube? No, no, never heard of the song Mbube. No, no. Have you ever heard of a gentleman by the name of Solomon Linda? No. 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 Never heard of a gentleman by the name of Solomon Linda. No. No. That is that's I'm, shitty. I'm sorry. Uh, would you like to know? Yeah, inform me. I mean... Solomon Linda is the gentleman who wrote and produced the song in Bay. Okay. Well, if I haven't heard the song, of course I probably wouldn't know the artist then. That's a very, very fair point. How new is the song? The song is not new it's at all. Old. The song the song is, at this point, it's probably 60 years old, I believe. Okay, well, yes. I have not checked out. In Bube. In Bube. In Bube. Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of a song... Called The Lion Sleeps Tonight. I've heard of that. You've heard of that? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> uh, do you know who I believe the tokens? You ever heard of the tokens? I've heard of the tokens. You've heard of the tokens? Yes. Okay. The tokens are the singers, the performers of The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Okay. Okay. The Lion Sleeps Tonight, you're familiar with. You know, you're not sure what it is, but you've heard of I've it. I've heard though. of it. Yeah. The Lion Sleeps Tonight is a song from the Disney movie Lion King. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Have you ever seen the Disney movie Lion King? Okay, I will say yes. Yes. I'll take yes for a thousand. Yes for a thousand, Jim. You've seen the Lion King. Yes. If you've seen the Lion King, then you've heard the Lion Sleeps Tonight. Mm-hmm. A weem away, a weem away. Mm-hmm. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Yes. Popular song from a very, very, very popular movie, which in a few weeks will have uh, a new addition to the family of movies, of uh, content that the title already has. I'll put it that way. All right. Because they don't just have movies Right It's on ice It's a Broadway Definitely performance on ice You know what I'm saying So you've got 
It's a fucking puppet show somewhere, I'm sure. The Lion Sleeps Tonight is a song that was created from another song called A Weem Away, mm-hmm. which was created from a song in Bay, created and performed and produced by Solomon Linda, a South African gentleman. Okay. Who created this song years ago? Thank you for breaking that down for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you had to guess how much money you think the song, or let no, how many times would you say the lion sleeps tonight is played? Just even in a day. It's too much. It'd be it's some unfathomable number to count. Yeah. With as many people that consume The Lion King as a production. Right. I the movie is an integral part of the movie. There's sort of no way. Nothing's impossible. This is as close as you can get to impossible. Removing the song from the movie and not... You could plug something else saying it would be a noticeable difference, though. Right. Solomon Linda and his family uh, in total probably got a million bucks for that song. Okay. That song is probably made... Billions. He said Billions. Disney's definitely made billions. A large portion of that is off The Lion King, which I imagine is one of its biggest productions. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if not one of its biggest, is one of its most, certainly one of its most well-known. Right. You at least talking eight figures. The song alone. Music executives... Like, whichever record company owns that song, they probably made, they check at the end of the year, it's probably nuts. None of that. At this point, his daughters had to fight for, like, I don't know, years, living in their life, living their life in South Africa, not really understanding what's going on in America. At the, they got a documentary I'm saying all this to say that on Netflix They also have a documentary They're doing a series called Remaster They did one on Sam Cooke mm-hmm. They did one on Bob Marley They did one on Mbube the song And Solomon Linda who, uh, So you can see what kind of stories they're telling Sam Cooke was killed right. Bob Marley Solomon Linda uh, is one on there about a blues dude Robert Johnson He sold his soul to the devil And people really believe in it Because he was such a you know, blues musician, mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, but yeah, no, I just, it was one of them things that's just like, did one of them other instances where Disney just did some Disney shit. They went through probably like six years. They settled on the number. They never told the daughters what the number was. And in total, then they made them sign like a gag order on them never being able to disclose what the number is. They don't know what the number is. The lawyers do, though. 
the fucking uh, <clears throat> the government building that sponsored some of the case. They know. Everybody knows what the number is, but the daughters who were actually the ones who were like the plaintiff in this situation. Right. And no one's allowed to talk about what the number is. The lawyers who they interviewed, who were so helpful before the settlement, suddenly now they giving you like the job talk. <laughs> they giving you the job talk. They telling you like, you know, it is what it is. It will be what it will be. These are the things that happen like sometimes in life. You know, you went from like, well, right is right and wrong is wrong. Right. To like, well, you know, sometimes life is life. Yeah. Clarence Avon is the person who you would go see or who you would hope would because you probably wouldn't go see him he would find you you would hope Clarence Clarence Avon would be the person you would hope would find you in this situation and be like hey dog time out something don't look right here right but he been doing this shit for like 40 or 50 or 60 years in the music and film and now political and pretty much every any industry he want to you know, assist in. Yeah. He's in. So definitely check out the Black Godfather doc on Netflix, and you can check out uh, the When the Lion Sleeps remaster joint on Netflix too. Yeah. Shit, I mean, since we talking about Netflix, uh, <clears throat> these whole niggas are taking the office off of Netflix in two years. Oh fuck! This is why Hulu was just gonna go crazy, like. The Office is a go-to, literally, a great one. NBC said, "Yeah, that shit is cool, but we know now <laughs> we want that shit." Bizak cooked. That must mean NBC finna come with they NBC finna come with their own streaming site. I don't know what they finna have, but what were you finna say about Netflix? Um. Well, no, hold on. Let's stay with that, though. All right. I think it's possible to rank the shit that attracts people to Netflix. Does that make sense? Repeat that. I think it's possible to track or to rank the... Like, what attracts people to Netflix? Like, what makes people pay or consume Netflix? Okay, yeah. I think you can rank... The shit that they have as to what it is. Yeah. The office is top three. You got all the seasons, no commercials. The office is top three. And I'm gonna be real, it might not be three. Because as far as like consumption, just the sheer number of people who consume Netflix. And then the number of people, the total number of people who consume Netflix, and then the number of people who are interested in the office. Like, that's a wide range of people that's going to get into the office. Like, you hit a lot of groups with the office. A lot. You hit a lot of groups. You get a lot of numbers with the office. That's the U.S. version. You see what I'm saying? So... No, nah, we going to need that back. Unless y'all going to pay. You niggas going to have diarrhea paying us with this shit. <laughs> Shitting. Shitting yourself. 
Seeing yourself. You know what I'm saying? They not going. Like, Netflix is probably like, y'all got it, bro. When the contract up, it's up. Fuck it. (laughs) All up in your ass. For real. I mean, but with that, okay, so staying with that, though, it's going to stream somewhere. I read that it was NBC. I don't know how much veracity is to that. Right. But I read it was NBC. But it don't. If it is NBC, that means NBC coming with a platform. But if it's which could very well be a thing, which means NBC gonna start taking back whatever they shows is. Yeah. Uh, whatever channel. What channel the blacklist come on? That shit or whatever channel. Uh, I don't know. Whatever NBC shows and shit is, they can go start scooping them shits up. Right. And then, shit, ABC. ABC already got it. I just I know what's on ABC. Like ABC got Shonda shit. Mm-hmm. So I guess every station gonna come out damn near with their own. Everybody finna have their own streaming finna just. That mean you gonna have to have twenty five subscriptions to shit. I'm cool, bro. It's a lot. Boy, someone six people gonna pay for it. Eighteen people gonna use it. Yeah, that's how it would go. That's how I believe it would go. Cause, and then at some point they probably gonna start restricting. Oh, they already do that. They for some shit they one user only and shit. Yeah, like they go no 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 no. You gotta log out of that other one if you gonna log into this one. They gonna PlayStation Network your ass. That should have cut you off in the middle of your game. So-and-so has logged in uh, on another profile, on yes, another system. Yes, I'm God. In the middle of your Rocket League game. Yeah. Yeah, that hurt. So. They might start doing that. I think Netflix is that they get enough of a head start, I think, to stay ahead of the game. In some form or way, yeah. Uh, like I said, their commercials don't exist. Yeah, ads, right. Ads as long exist. as they stay like that, ads they gonna be good, exist, bro. As long as they stay like that, they gonna be good. That's a major factor. As soon as you start showing ads, it's over with. Oh yeah, you didn't fell out the competition. Not out the competition, but you didn't fell back. You're you going to fall off if you add ads. Yeah, you didn't take a turn somewhere. You weren't supposed to take a turn at. Because you got more of this. The fucked up part about the whole thing is so many people that complain about Netflix don't even pay for it. We not even the niggas that pay for the account. I know, right? Like, as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> but you win, though, because we on here talking about you still, though. We fuck with you. Oh. A lot of shit was happening right there. But it's all good though. Niggas in the garden. Forbidden fruit. You know. I'm taking a bite, fuck you tell me. That's our other little homie that's on the podcast that don't know he on the podcast today. Yeah. He done made a couple appearances before, but... Yeah, hey, calm down, buddy. Yeah. 
It's two niggas on the roof. Two niggas on the roof. Shut up. Yeah. Chest up nigga. We're not niggas, we turkeys. But we niggas too. <laughs> yeah. These turkeys. Man, I mean, at the same time, though, what you gonna do about Marvel and Netflix? Like, what about they relate? Because that's really Disney. I think it's gonna probably wind up being the one to get Netflix the most competition. Like, we talked about it on here. It is what it is now, because they took their shit. Like, but I'm saying, though, no, they, they still got shit, though. Some. You gonna watch Jessica Jones? Season three. They gave it to you. My issue with certain things is, as far as, like, the Netflix originals, Marvel, like, you didn't gave me this cool shit, and you canceled it. Like, there are no more seasons or episodes after this, or somebody else going to pick it up and can do something with it. My thing is, if there's no one's going to pick it up and do something with it, I don't really want to watch it no more. And that's because it bothers me. Like, I like cool shows, and when they come out, let me see a finished project. Have you ever seen Breaking Bad? No. No? Yeah, that fuck everybody head up. Still? The episode I seen? The last episode. Wow. Which intrigued me a lot. Wow. Never watched Breaking Bad. That's one of the... I'm late to that boat. I was watching Walking Dead. Late to the boat? My nigga, the niggas on the boat then came back and built a bridge. So I was told. You just got to cross at this point. So I was told. <laughs> you just got to do it, baby. Well, I mean... Okay, well, not having ever seen Breaking Bad, but only having seen one episode, even though it's the last episode... This kind of changes what I'm about to say a little, sort of, a lot. Okay. Actually, everything, but still. (laughs) They knew it was the last, like, we, everybody knew it was the last episode of Breaking Bad. Right. So, if this is the last episode of Jessica Jones, but everybody knows it's the last episode of Jessica Jones, at least the niggas who writing it know, does that change the way you consume it? They know? Yeah. Like, Luke Cage was fucked up because you gave us season two and then left us in the middle of a lot of shit invested. Like and then a cliffhanger. You, you just like, which there. is okay when you yeah. come back for season three. You just left us though and then was like, all right, actually, nah, scrap this, we done. That's where my issue would come in. Exactly. I'm talking about if. Okay, this is season three, but like we know season three is gonna be. Yeah, I, I mean, but no. I don't know if that's what they did with Alias Pi. I'm just saying. I'm finna say because they coming out with season four supposedly because she don't want to play in season four. The, the late the, the woman, so, which I feel like her name is Jessica. Yeah. But either way, yeah. My apologies. So I mean, if you're gonna take it. You gonna take it away Like Defenders was cool Like I liked all I liked that whole little mashup And then like You gave it to me And you just Like you said You scrapped it Like Gotham That shit hurt You just gonna scrap it Yeah I still had Okay we can finally 
I don't know if we ever actually dug into that. I haven't even watched the last season. I haven't season watched season. I feel like, why do I even want to? Okay, but Gotham is a great example, though, because they knew that it was going to be the last episode. So that's yeah. the, that's the you, example of what I'm talking about. You could tell that it was just. That was season four. Five. Season five is the last season. Right. We you didn't can, watch season five. No, but you can tell season five was just. I, I, but this is my. This is what I'm saying. We knew it was gonna be the end. Right. Yeah. We knew it was gonna be the end, but we knew it was gonna be the end, and they had season four to do the rushy shit with everything, yeah. which is pretty much what they did. Season four was ass. For the most part. So my point is, is that if we knew, they knew season five is the last season. So when the thirteenth episode. Or the twenty fifth episode of season five drops, whichever, whatever, however many you get, is a the, the last episode. That's it. It's the last episode. That means we can write and plan and be prepared for that. They knew that and had a whole nother se- a whole other season to play with. So from my view, I just thought about this recently, but I I think maybe we were looking at it the wrong way. Maybe we we could have looked at it like okay. You fucked up season four so you could do season five some justice. Mm. Well, yeah, because it's the last season. Exactly. And you've already had a season to kind of bullshit with. You just knew that it was rushed all the way through. The whole him becoming... Bruce becoming Batman, all type of shit. A lot of shit didn't happen the way it was supposed to, I guess. Okay, what's the difference between the Gotham I shit? I didn't watch it. I'm saying, though, what's the difference between Gotham and Walking Dead, the Telltale version? Because they rushed that shit at the end because of circumstances. Oh, you know that was ass. You can feel it. You, you still it. played it, though. Yeah, because, like. Shit. We both still played it. Just, so why haven't we watched God? Because we both we're thought going that, to do it. We talked about how ass we believed that was gonna be. We gonna do it. We just ain't in a hurry to. And we were pleasantly surprised. Yeah. We gonna do it. We just ain't in a hurry. That Walking Dead shit. I was sad. But I'm like, man, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. That's nuts. Yeah. When when you just scrap something, that's. Scrapping stuff hurts me because it's like, damn. And if it was cool, if it's some weak stuff, whatever, scrap it. We fucked up. <laughs> Let me get that back. They gotta do something with it on they, on they streaming shit whenever it come out. Yeah. Cause you know that's coming too. Yeah. And whenever that shit come out, that shit gonna be lit though. Cause then they gonna have all of the animated shits on there. And then they're going to be able to compete with Marvel for real. Because they live action movies, they just be lacking sometimes, most of the time. They lack. They do. The animated joints, though, are... Crushing. Always. So... um. The DC streaming platform is gonna be. I think that'll do when they, when they get that shit together. I think that'll do them some. Yeah, they got the DC streaming. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's like 
DC. It's, it's DC stream got their own stuff. That's what that's what you have to watch Team Titans on. Mm. I'm talking about like a platform. But do they have everything on there though? I don't I don't have it. That's I heard point. they have cartoon animations on there. Teen Titans is just one of the things. Like if they got all of their shits on, then we lacking. Mo we lacking. That's what it is. Okay, so maybe scrap. We, we got it, but scrap we, half the shit we just said about. <laughs> we scrapping shit, <laughs> right? I, but, no, but what I did say was maybe they might take Gotham, put it on this, and do something with it. That's tough to get all the actors. It though. is. Hmm. Okay, so we gotta regroup with the DC stream shit. Do Marvel? Marvel don't have shit though, but that's because Marvel is owned by Disney. And Disney's probably going to put out some Disney that, shit and make Disney all of it Plus. one platform. Yeah. Okay. So back to the original, are you going to watch Jessica Jones? I don't want to because I feel like her story, her story intertwined with everybody else's stories. What if everybody else is on there, though? Now, I don't know defender shit, just everybody else is on It'll there. It'll still be weird because it's like... Certain man, because you know how those seasons were. It's like how we get here after the defenders, actually. So it's like it'll make you look at things weird, like you'll question certain things. Probably, like, did you watch season two of Iron Fist? Yeah, I watched the whole Iron Fist shit. I didn't ever you watch didn't like him, bro. No, but when they came out with the new season, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I watched it, which I think was like at the end of last year. I didn't watch season three of Daredevil. I have not. I watched half of it. That was one of the first ones. And it was good. Mm-hmm. That shit was on Netflix forever. Yeah. And they took it off, didn't they? I believe they took it off. I think they took it off, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Netflix is... Where do you rank they originals as far as shits that attracts you to the platform? Like, we was talking about The Office being one or two, one or two things that attract people to Netflix. Where do you rank the Netflix originals? One or three? Or anywhere. Like, if it, it might not be. Like, some people might say it's not top three. It might not be top five. How, like, if I could give you how many stars, though? Yeah, or turkeys. You know, where would you... How many turkeys? I give it, I give it a nice. I give it, it'll get a three. Cause turkeys, we only got three turkeys. Right. You get like a strong two, two and a half fish because most of them shits be hard. Yeah. Some of them be kind of ass like y'all could have kept that. Yeah. But when you see them shits, they be busting. Yeah. Bird box was hard, bro. I'm sorry. It was a nice little thing that I they fucked, did. You know what? I fucked with it, especially. That's some nice shit I could watch on Netflix. I think an underrated thing about Netflix is the way they do. Like, they Netflix, they have movie releases. Yes. They have release dates. Yes. So, like, you don't have to have, like, you want to have a movie date. Like, Netflix and chill is, like, a, 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 
a black Twitter like joke for the annals. It's like hilarious, and it's like it's a it's a thing. It's funny, mm-hmm. but at the same time, though, like Netflix changed the way you have to like consume like movie premiere night is what I'm saying. Yeah, like you can lit- Netflix the the quality of the movie that Netflix puts out, like Bird Box. Like you got Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock. Travante Rose, uh, I think, I think Paul Giamatti was in that shit. Uh, like these are like movie stars. These are like yes, people that played in actual movie movies, certified movies, certified movies, certified actors. That's our homie who always on here. Certified actors and actresses. Like these are people who always, like this is really this is really what they do. This is their job. Yeah. So, um, you got movie releases coming out with these movie stars in there. Yeah. The movie quality, the production quality of the movie is it's big screen quality. Like yeah. if you got a quality TV and a reliable internet connection, like. You can legitimately have a movie night. They're not bad, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, some of them you'd be like, yeah, that was trash. Some of them you'd be like, hey, that was great. That was nice. So, I can't knock it. Yeah. I really can't knock it. I I don't know what I'm saying. It sucked that people know who Sandra Bullock is is because all the lady that played in Bird Box, like, damn. That's sickening. That's sick. I feel like if you know any of those, maybe Travante Rose, if you know him as a dude who played in Bird Box, then but okay. Still. But like Sandra Bullock, though, like nah. Even our Paul Giamatti. Also. So it's like, damn. But I feel like in some in some instances, you might need that strong role as, you know. But that's like the new. The new niggas is the ones who like, oh, Sandra Bullock played in Bird Box. It is the it is the new niggas. That's all. We know. Like you yeah. look at Sandra Bullock, you like she played in Miss Congeniality. She all played kind in of shit, bro. Fucking, uh, I don't know, all kind of shit. I'm. She played in Heat. That shit was funny. Heat. That she shit was in, uh, funny. That movie with Melissa McCarthy. She played in. That uh, was Heat. Oh yeah, yeah, got, yeah. I think she got more with him. It one was one. another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played in. Uh, she got hella movies she played in. Like she's an actress. Like that's what that's just it. Nigga be out here acting. Yeah. So, um, she was out there kicking it with Betty White. <laughs> yeah. Reynolds. So that's what I'm saying. It is what it is. But it's like all right. They talking about coming out with part two. Another one. Yeah. So. Some people weren't fucking with it. I was fucking with it. Netflix originals aren't that bad at all. I think Netflix originals at this point are probably. I would put that as a top three attraction because it has to be. You got the movies that they produce, the series that they produce, cartoons, animated animations that they produce, uh, animes that they produce. I don't think I've seen no anime. They do Netflix. They got Netflix original anime. Really? Yes. Wow. 
that's new. Because uh, I feel like Violet, you ever seen Violet Evergarden? Mm-mm. I feel like Violet Evergarden is a Netflix original. And that's some. Um, <laughs> Violet, oh Violet. I'll check it out then. Um. But yeah, nah, so you know, I, what's that show with uh, Jaden Smith? When he got the pink hair with the locks. Uh, Neo Yokio. Is that a Netflix original? Yes, I think okay, so, okay, yeah. Okay. So you see what I'm saying? Right. Like, they yeah. got shit. Yeah, okay, I watched that. That was, okay. Uh, Jaden was the main character. Yeah, they yeah, had yeah. Jesus and Mero on there. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, so Netflix got they shit. That's- they got a bag to get in with they originals. Yeah, I fucked with the Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, season two. It's out. Nah. It oh, it's coming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, but like I fucked with the Umbrella Academy. I fucked with Bird Box. I fucked with uh. I mean, even shit like uh, Roxanne, Roxanne. That's a hip hop movie. That, yeah. Damn, they do got shit on there. You see what I'm? You see what I'm saying? It's hard to not fuck with the Netflix shit, dog. Trigger yeah. warning, Killer Mike shit. It is That's Netflix what? original. I'm, I'm not. A, I fuck with it. They just be taking certain shit off, like damn. I understand that's part of the game, though. These niggas see how much bread y'all making off their content, and they want it back. Yeah. There's no charging it to the game for that, huh? No, nah, that ain't no charging it to the game. Like, we charge it to the game, motherfucker. We want our bread back now, though. Niggas is showing up to Netflix door. We done gave y'all enough. Yo, 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 I'm going to need that back, homie. Mm. And to Netflix's credit, they've always been willing to adapt. That's how they still in business now. They adapt also. Because them niggas, them movies in the mail shits was nice, but they was only nice for like two years. And then niggas was changing and ready for something else real quick. Hell yeah. Them Redbox niggas was clipping at your heels. Quick. They was like, hey, wait a minute. You don't even have to mail it no more. Just come drop it off right here. Put it back in the box. Come get another one. Uh Uh-oh. Netflix had to change the game. They had to do something. They hit streaming on you. If Netflix would have came out with them boxes, they would have sh- they would have shitted on the game. Oh, yeah. Because the red boxes, they took Blockbuster's place. Like the people who still yeah. fuck with Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, Video Family. I be seeing people run up to the little ass machine. I fuck with Redbox because Blu-rays. Okay, I missed it at the movie theater. Let me go. I don't want to buy it because. I might not fuck with it. I don't fuck with it that much. Let me go right. rent it and check it out. Let's have a movie night. Red box. Let's hit the red box. I also you gotta fuck with red box marketing. It's a genius to call it a red box because everybody gonna instantly associate it with it. You gonna get the Netflix people because they gonna assume it's Netflix. Motherfuckers is not intelligent all the time. Clearly. So you're not going to look at it and see it say Redbox and think, oh, that don't say Netflix, so it's not Netflix. You're going to say it say Redbox and Netflix is red. This the same thing. Fuck no. You're going to fuck with it. They and the next thing you know, too, though. then they had to evolve because Netflix was like, fuck y'all. Hey, just watch the shit here. Yeah. Pull your laptop out and watch it here. Yeah. 
Real box. When they added it to the systems, oh, you could watch it on your PlayStation, bro. They really changed the game. They put that bitch on your phone. Changed the game. No, we got a mobile app, Holmes. That shit is built in the TV. It's a, some, oh, no, 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 no. My remote reads. Push that button on your remote. Damn. So Redbox had to do something that was, they had to, we need help. We need, how can we, it was a game company, Gamefly. Yeah. They did the games, but I they know. didn't have enough. I never used it. They didn't have enough win in their sales, I think, before the shit switched up. So I think Redbox did the smart thing and was like, look, we'll buy y'all niggas out. Just give us all y'all, give us all y'all shit for the company. So we can see how to do this shit. And then they just integrated it with what they already had going on. And that's that's how they survived. Yeah. Cause I know niggas who hit the red box for video games. Clearly. I know niggas who hit the red box for video games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. That's sick. <laughs> oh, that's sick. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Big ass cloud. I fuck with it. If you know, you know, my boy. It feel great. Ah, uh, it's a lovely day. Speaking of lovely day, Clarence Avon. Was like the dude that got Bill Withers his. They was like his first real client. His first Bill Withers was his first. Real yeah. Client. So. Lovely day, lean on me. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Clarence Avon was the dude who, told Bill Withers that lean on me should be the single. Cause they was gonna go with some other shit. Okay. No, 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 no. That shit y'all talking is no. It's lovely day. I fuck with it. Clarence Avon was, it's, it's lean on me. Clarence Avon was, he played, he helped play that role with Bill Withers until, uh, I think until pretty much until like the company he was working for folded. Mm-hmm. And he had to like readjust his shit. And once his company started folding in, I think like Bill Withers was like, the last one he held on the longest, and then in the end, he was like, yo, I got to bounce. Like, niggas got to go make some bread for real somewhere. Right. So he slid someplace else. Uh, yeah, my nigga Clarence Avon. I'm happy they did that shit on him while he here to watch it and be a part of it. That's the cool part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like... BET Gay nipped the Humanitarian Award... Rightfully deserved. A while ago, bro. The question, not even the, the, the goal for me, the point of this podcast, this platform, what we working on here, Turkeys on the Roof, is to give niggas they flowers while they can smell them. Yeah. While they can enjoy them. We don't want to wait until... People not here to enjoy the shit that we got to say and the love we got to show for them. The support that we give them when they not here no more 
Like when they not here, I don't want to. I don't want that to be the shit that make the light switch click. Right. I want to have at least. I want to at least be able to say I had that part of it figured out. Where I can tell you, thank you for inspiring me to get up and do it today. Thank you for inspiring me to chase my shit today. Thank you for inspiring me to just do today mm-hmm. kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be able to feel that love while you're here instead of having to get that love to like your girl or your kids or your 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 guy, right. your moms. So, shout out to Clarence Avon. Uh fucking shout out to Ava DuVernay. She uh she told a story that is hard as hell to tell. And she told it in She told it in four parts. <laughs> yeah. And made it She made it real to a lot of people who don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? So, um yeah. Shout out to Ava. Shout out to Raymond. Shout out to Kevin, Yusef, Antron, and Corey. Love y'all, man. Uh, happy for y'all. You know, to see y'all be celebrated. My boy's name is Antron. Antron. Some different shit. Antron. My man said, Tron? That's that's like Antron? Yeah, like damn, I lied on you, bro. Nigga said, I wonder who Raymond was. What? Mm. I like I said, I've heard I've heard of I had heard, like I knew I've I knew what the, the Central Park five like I put it like this. I knew what the central I knew what the Central Park Five was. I didn't know who the people were that were yeah. affected by. Yeah, I didn't know who Like the, the Central were. Park Five was the name that like and that was the point I heard Ava say this and that's why I want to give her flowers because this was something that she helped me realize about the way I perceive shit and the way I take on and internalize some of the shit that we go through as people. The Central Park Five was just like the name that they were given. Like you didn't actually yeah, know who they were. It happened in Central as people. Park. Yeah. yeah. So like, I knew what the Central Park Five was. It was a story about these five dudes, which was kind of what I said. I was like, these five dudes. They was like, I don't know, probably teenagers or some shit. I, that's how I looked at them. Like they was like. Mm-hmm. Damn near grown ass niggas And they raped somebody But they didn't rape anybody And they got lied on Right She was like No 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 Like these ain't even like Teenagers These are children Yeah These is kids I didn't know Who they were Like I said I've heard of this incident Before But now I have a visual of Everyone's 
not a full visual, but I have some idea of a visual, you know, what I've seen at least through the Netflix, you know, through, the, through Netflix, it was, I see, you know, what they went through or part of what they went through as far as them getting locked up and all that other shit, going to court back and forth, their families, you know, shit like that. That's some fuck, that's crazy, bro. Bail and shit like that you got going on. They kids, like kids. Kids. You just sent one of them to Rikers Island, like grown man, Jew, like, nah, you going over there with the grown niggas. A kid. A fucking kid. You sent the child to Rikers Island. I know people that didn't been there, the motherfucker, bro. I know niggas who didn't been to Rikers. You sent the child there for <clears throat> the better part of what, 14 years? Corey did the most time he did 14, I think. Third. 13, 14? Same. Damn now, yeah. I think 13. You know, so you did a decade plus. Not admitting you did three years in Rikers. You know, 13, 14 years in Rikers Island, bro. I'm not admitting to something I didn't do, bro. For something I did not do, and I was a, I was a child. I was a kid. You, you sent me to Rikers. I tried to get out of Rikers. You sent me further from the motherfucking city. Sent me further from the motherfucking city again. Further and further. Then you sent the nigga to Siberia. You know, the, I, I, why do Siberia is the place that we, you know, you sent me to Siberia, funny as hell. Yeah. Then you sent the nigga to the furthest place you could go. Then, you know, you sent the nigga to the, the pole. So, Corey, to just. Survive that. Yeah. I love you. Episode four pissed me off. It was and I don't I don't get mad, bro. Like I watch shit, it is what it Episode four pissed me off. Cause that whole episode was damn near Corey episode. Yeah. That shit pissed me off. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I watching that episode, cause watching that one was actually tough. That episode, like that one was tougher than the last three. The you know the toughest the two tough the fourth episode as a whole was the toughest one, and then the next toughest mo the toughest moments though was all the episode four and then I think it, I was episode it was episode one watching Antron and his dad yeah that was the toughest part but that was so one was that one or the beginning of two. It's in two. No, that's it. When they showed what happened with, you know what I'm saying? Cause that was before he got that was before he got arrested. That was one, I think. That might have been one, yeah. So watching that scene with him and his watching his dad in that scene and then scene four watching Corey go through what he went through, watching his mom grow through what she yeah. went through. That's fucked up, man. As a mom, as a parent, like, you know your son and they're fucked up. You're doing the absolute best you possible. And the one thing that you just 
It ain't even a It's like a It's a It's a fucking It's like a life raft And you can touch it You can see it You can use it Yeah And like You wanna throw it to your son And This motherfucker won't even like Watching Yousef's mom Just Stonewall Corey and Corey's mom Yeah That shit hurt That hurt So like they talked uh, They talked about The moms The parents a, a bit Not They didn't go into any detail In any of like The other interviews And shit like that Um I just it, I would like to That would be one of the fly on the wall situations, like what was the first conversation like between Corey's mom and Yusuf's mom? Like, I, they had the moment in episode four, mm-hmm. but like in real life, though, what was that yeah. relationship like after you? Because I imagine at that point, the men get out and they have they conversations and they communicate with each other, and then they move on together as a as, as people, as, as friends, yeah, yeah. As, as you know, as a group. But, like, the relationship between mothers, though, that's something that y'all gonna have to work on because, like, we literally weren't here. So, I just... I, watching Corey go through that shit and then watching Antoine go through that shit, that shit he said about his dad, I watched the interview he did last year before the shit came out. This was after I had saw Ava's... Uh, docu-series on Netflix When They See Us um, But he said then He was like I hate you Because the dude asked him about his relationship with his dad And he was like nah yo He was like I ain't I hate him yeah, he, yeah, he ain't Called him a coward Yeah, This was like a year ago In the Oprah postdoc thing I, Have you seen the Oprah postdoc Uh, where Oprah had Ava and the cast on, and then she had the five gentlemen. I on. seen it. Yeah, that's what made me watch the. So you funny okay? As yeah, is, yeah, you watched the Oprah. The, I watched the Oprah yeah. segment first, and I'm like, oh, and then I watched the. Uh, I, I was I was already in episode one, but then I watched the Oprah shit, and I'm like, damn, finish it off. Gotta watch it now. Yeah. When I saw that, she asked him about his his dad and. When he said it then, he said, I was, you know, you kind of like, I remember, you remember what a nigga said the last time. He said it again, and I was like, damn, like, I get it. Yeah, that ain't my father. Damn. He called him a coward. What you said? Not fucking with him. If he not fucking with it, I'm not fucking, like, just, cause, because that's his father. That's his, like, that relationship is something that, like, it's unduplicated. Yeah. So, this is one Lord, like you ride with him on it. Like if he don't, because I think the oh the 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 approach to it is always to like get them to work on mending that. I would believe so. At the same time, though, I don't know if mending that is the answer, though. I don't know if that should necessarily be the approach. I think the approach may be more so something 
you can believe that without taking on the heaviness of that feeling, like without harboring the emotional baggage that comes with that, I believe. Like you can accept that like this relationship, the period is here and it is what it is. It's a lovely day still. Yeah. I guess given that incident, given that specific incident, though, you probably always gonna have that up in. Because how do you? Because the way you mean, because in my my impression of the situation. The way you mend that relationship would be you have to mend the the key problem is that like you supposed to be the person that protects me and you like fed me to the wolves. Literally. Literally. Fed me to the wolves. I survived and now I'm back and like I'm supposed to still look at you with the same because the title of father has reverence to it. It does. You're not going to be revered by me ever, though, because I won't ever be able to be the person that I wanted to be before you fed me to the wolves. That might be one, like I said, that might be one of them situations where it just really is what it is. What it is. You probably always going to have that hurt, or, you know, anger inside. He said that shit. He was like, I said, I know I need therapy. And I would like to see him. I would. I would like to see him release the baggage. Some, you know, some you can, of the you, baggage. You can, you've seen it. You can it. see it. You can feel, like, how heavy he is. Yeah. I would like to see him let, you know, a lot of that go. But the, the work in the process, I have no idea what that looks like. All I can do is just support I, him. Literally. Love him while he go through that shit. He said he don't want therapy, though. So my mind right down, bro. Because the person you have to be to survive, the perception is that the person you have to be to survive in these situations, like you look at a person who's been to prison, you look at a person who's been to jail, like, yeah. That's how they look at you, though. You know what I'm saying? So, but the reason you do that, though, is because your perception of prison or jail is ill. So the person you have to be to survive in there is going equal ill. It is. And as a person who has survived in jail, especially when you go in under the circumstances in which they all went in, he went in, you probably don't. Like, the only thing you probably know about prison or jail is what the outside world tells you and shows you, which is probably ill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then you get in there and you realize that like this is a completely different world that people who have all of these opinions about it literally don't know anything. They don't know shit about what they're talking about. Like, don't none of us know what it's like to go to jail or be in prison if you ain't ever been in jail or been in prison. Mm-hmm. But for you to have the percep- perception of the people that are is there, then it's like, well, when you get out, you like aware of that. People look at you like ill. So you wind up looking at yourself like ill. Like, nigga, I've been to jail. I've been to prison. You know what it is. I know what it is. More importantly, and like, 
until you able to get over that, you're not going to be able to mend the shit about this. And now his pops not here. Oh, his mom's. You see what I'm saying? So now not only do we have all of this working, but also working against you and me and this situation is that the person who I feel who stuck by me the most, like, you probably feel like the combination of you and he wore her down more than was necessary. And that's why she not here. So you wearing that on you too. So you just, you know. Like I said, and then they gave him some money, but that ain't. What is that? He already said that ain't nothing. Like, that ain't never going to give me my time back, my life back. That ain't going to give me my mom's back. You gave my man $4 million. He could have made $50 million and bought his mom's a helicopter for her to fly from <laughs> fucking Brooklyn to Philly for lunch on Thursdays in 2019. Nobody get no fuck about no dollar signs like. Yeah, that was some tough shit to watch. So Raymond, Yusef, Kevin, Antron, and Corey. I love y'all, man. It kind of fucks your head up because. For real. It kind of fuck your head up because that shit can happen like any moment, bro. Any moment. You got women out here who got kids, sons, nephews, cousins, you know, all type of neighbors, friends who got kids, you know, all type, you know, all nieces, type of shit. daughters, all that. That shit can happen sisters. in an instant, bro. Your sister got arrested and went to the local precinct and now she gone. All this shit could happen in the end. Well, what happened? Actually, we don't even really know. All this shit could happen. It's like that. This hoe said the sixth person did it. Fuck out of here. You try to make it six of them, bro. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like... You got too much dip on your fucking chip, lady. Chill out. Too much. So... Yeah, my man's talking to you like you're stupid anyway. It's six of them. Whoa, 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 whoa. To watch, first of all, to watch, because they got, they confession tapes are like, you can watch them shits on YouTube now. Like, they real confession tapes. Yeah. I watched some of Corey's. He don't talk too much. Some of Raymond's. They kids. You can look at Corey and you can tell, like, he's nervous. He's uncomfortable. Yeah. None of this shit makes sense. And, like, even his speech cadence then is unique then. It Put my mans in Rikers for... Umpteenth years. And then put him in solitary for... Half of them He like super scarred up though 
in a different perspective. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, his perspective on life is, like, one of my favorite parts, one of my favorite parts about the whole thing was when they had the cast on. This was the Oprah part. When they had the cast on, Jarrell, Jarrell Jerome is the dude who played Corey Wise. Yeah. His Jarrell Jerome. I'm pretty sure that's his name. He said that, because, uh, you know, they was Oprah was asking him, like, what was it like playing Corey, you know, the first time you met him? Yeah. He told a story about the first time he met him. He said him and Corey went out, and Corey was trying to buy him some shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, and he told him, he said, what, man? You can't Corey buy me Wise, no shoes. He said, you supposed to be Corey Wise, right? He said, yeah. He said, Corey Wise buy Corey Wise shoes. I was like, my I'll fuck nigga, with it. let's go. Let's go. Fuck beautiful. Yes. I, it was beautiful. So, um, you know, just to see, I be scrolling through, I follow him on Instagram. I be scrolling through his IG feed. Just, he be out there taking selfies with people, just yeah. enjoying the town and shit. It's just good to see them them guys, man. Just He's out. still there, though. I don't even know if I would feel the same. Like, man. How? Like, how do you, how you strong enough to do what you did? But that's all he know. That's it. I would assume. That's it. Cause the offset, the 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 other side to that is, I we've been talking about Netflix for like I don't know probably like an hour now, but fucking Man. they got the Khalif Browder story on there. I finally watched you told that. Told me shit. about that the other day too. Khalif Browder walking home from a party, gets arrested for stealing the, a nigga book bag. He gets identified at eleven o'clock at night. The nigga sitting in the car and won't get out the car. You get identified from the backseat of the police car, take you in, and you don't get out for three years. For a book bag. You spend two of those years in Rikers on solitary confinement. And then when you get released... He said they gave his ass a metro car with 20 bucks on it. Really? My, my three years worth $20 on a card. Metro car. A metro card at that. I have to use this. So way. I don't have, like, I really don't have $20. I got, like, a bus ride to the crib, which if... Rikers Island, you he I think he lived in the Bronx. That shit probably cost ten to fifteen dollars to get from Rikers to because I remember when they talked about Corey's mom having to get from Brooklyn, I think, to Rikers. It was like two trains and three buses. Some shit like that. I don't remember. <clears throat> so you probably I've been on, I didn't have a metro, metro car. Them niggas taxing. So it probably cost him half of that just to get back to the crib. So you got a metro car with $10 on it. You can go to the grocery store. You ain't got no bread to buy shit, though. But you can go to the grocery store. You can go to you see your homie, and then you can go back home. And that was, that's your time. For a book bag, he didn't steal because he wouldn't accept a plea deal. You can go home right fucking now. All you got to do is sign this paper saying you guilty. 
fuck out of here. They funny with these plea deals. All you got to do is sign this paper saying you get... And that's the crazy part. Niggas admit to that shit all the time. And even from my own personal experiences. That's all them niggas is ever looking for. Admit you did some shit so we can move on. Because we honestly don't have the time or the resources to like really vet this out. Whether you did it or not. But since we got you here, somebody got to pay for it. And, like, we need you to say it's you so we can say you paid for it. No. I didn't do that shit. Take no fucking book bag. And fuck that book bag. What about these niggas who been fucking me up for the last two years? I was just going to say that. Like... Probation. They gonna me, nigga been on probation for ten years. What? Why? What did he do? Damn. Oh, he fucking uh he booked him for felony joyriding when he was fifteen. First of all, what the fuck is felony joyriding? Hey, shit. It's a long ass time. And what is that? You stole a car, went riding around in it. Probably didn't wreck it, so it ain't no damage to the car, and the nigga probably don't really want to press charges on you. But like, learn the lesson. Felony joyriding, you probably just get hit with five years probation. We just need you to be on record, so if you do some shit again, we can say you violated your probation. Cause that's what happened to Khalif Browder. Like he did some silly shit as a kid when he was like 15, 14, 15, some shit like that. Hanging out with his friends, you you throwing rocks at abandoned houses. Police squad car ride past, pick you up, take you to the station. Process you. Release you to your moms and tell you you got to go back to family court. Family court put you on probation for five years. And you 15. 5 years you'll be 20 That's a long ass time For some shit Now you 19 Graduated from high school You walking down the street Bumping to some nigga That just got fired From his job today Y'all get into a fight Police stop by You get booked This nigga just got fired But he like no people Now you on probation Now you getting booked For something they up it to a felony and now you looking at a mandatory minimum of eight years because you a repeat offender. Then you get out in eight, you do, you do eight years or you probably get out before you do your eight. Now a mandatory minimum, you got to do your eight. Do something else, now you're a predicate felon. Now it's mandatory minimum, like, 25. Fuck out of here. All because you've been on probation for forever. Since you so, teenager. Ew. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was some silly shit like that. He was on probation for some silly shit. They booked him for the... On probation, they booked him for the book bag... His bail was nine. His bail was ten bands. 
He got a regular moms who got a regular job. I don't have no fucking thousand dollars sitting around nowhere. Pops ain't around. What happens? Moms take two and a half weeks to get the bread. She get the bread, and then the day before, they it come down like you been on pro. You was on probation, parole, or you was on probation. Uh, so we revoked revoked your bail. So now you gotta sit here until your court date. Sit here until your court date in two months. Go to your court date in two months. They postpone it because the defense not or the the prosecutor not ready. Two more months. Prosecutor not ready. Two more months. Prosecutor not ready. Three more months. Until you've been in Rikers Island for three fucking years. All because these niggas arrested you for stealing a nigga book bag who identified you from the backseat of a squad car at 11.30 at night because he got beat up two days or a week before or I don't actually remember when it was because I'm so afraid and he wound up going back to Mexico. The fuck was in the book bag, bro? <laughs> no one knows. It was suggested that it was $700 and an iPad, I believe. Some shit like that. But they didn't actually say anything on the report. More things that are interesting about the case. They didn't mention shit about. No, and that was the thing. This nigga, you got a witness. Okay, where's your witness at? Because if you don't have a witness, you don't have a case. All right. Where's your witness that says he stole the book bag? Oh, he went back to Mexico. But we getting him now. Fuck out of here. So, shout out to um, Ava for she also did some shit called the 13th she did a documentary about the prison system and bail because jay-z produced the khalif browder story that was really what made me like come around and watch it because uh i remember when they i remember when he got out i was in i was at southern and uh i remember hearing like reading like oh hove went to go see the kid that got out of jail that was in rikers but some shit he didn't do. Right. Fuck book bag. I would like to think, even if it was a fucking book bag, you could just, bro, it's a fucking book bag. Like, damn. Three years in Rikers. I would like to imagine that would just be a fucking slap on the wrist. Yo, stop fucking around. Stop stealing shit. He getting jumped and shit because he not in the game. You don't got no friends in this motherfucker. Shout out to Ava for, um, you know, being dope and telling the story that white people should see because niggas know this deal already. Oh. Brown people know the deal already. Black people know the deal already. 
we know that shit is 1,000% very real and that shit is possible and capable of happening any day to any of us. Literally. It's white people who still are on the fence or confused as to whether or not it's a realistic thing. I done came close to getting shot like <laughs> three, four times. Cops. That shit is real. And it's, it's, it's black people who know that that shit is real and it's possible happening and their response to it is going to be where well, they ass shouldn't have been in the park that night. And to you, you could get your ass over there with them other motherfuckers too. You part of the problem. Yeah, because that don't have shit to do with what we talking about. No. Zero to do with the price of tea in China. You said that shit didn't last night. So, um... Ava DuVernay is friends with Sade. The singer? Yes. They both look very nice. Quite, quite so. Ava said that, first of all, I fuck with Ava because she said uh, she don't want to be Auntie Ava. She I ain't that old. Man, she... And I fuck with that. Nah, man. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, she told, because shout out to Jamel Hill, her podcast on uh, Spotify doing numbers. Oh. That shit is awesome. Uh, Unbothered with Jamel Hill. The Fuck It Unbothered segment. All that shit is dope. So definitely check out Jamel's shit on Spotify. Um, hey, Spotify, throw us a bag, bro. Well, shit, Spotify only. It'll be the Joe Button podcast, Jamel Hill is Unbothered, Turkey's on the Roof, and Barack and Michelle shit. They got one coming. Oh, finish so they got... You see me look at you like, what? They got one coming on Spotify. Oh, so, no, yeah, come holler at us, man. That was one of them bags, and yeah. That's going to be very interesting. We be on there. Talk it out. Fix it. Fix shit. But she, she had Ava on her podcast, and Ava told the story about she was on the phone with Sade one day and was, uh, like, kind of sick or whatever, and then... Sade ass sent her a box of potions. <laughs> like, here you go, do this, do this, do this, and do this, and then, yeah. I could imagine so. So, I thought that was dope. Um, Jamel shit is dope. She got a lot I'm of niggas. I want to check it out. She had Cat Williams on there, Charles Barkley, Ava DuVernay, uh, Talib Kweli. Tone Bell. The Don Lemon episode was one of my favorite episodes because I learned a lot about Don Lemon that I did know. <coughs> but appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, no, shout out to Jamel. Shout out to Ava DuVernay and shout out to Sade. Fuck you talking about. Uh, oh, shit. We talking about shows and shit. Fucking Boondocks. Season five. How you feel? Because whole time, I ain't gonna lie, you was the one that put me on the Boondocks. That's what it was cool. Like, I used to look at I thought it was weird. I'm like, what the fuck is this black anime? That shit was hard, this bro. Shit, what is this? 
So I was slow to come around, and then one day you was just like, no, no, fuck that. You finna watch this shit. Homies over hoes. Homies over hoes. Do the home Do the home Do the home You the sack of baby dicks, old nigga. Basking all this thugnificence. <laughs> and the main line that's gonna fuck people up is, you gay, nigga. <laughs> nigga, you gay. Just let the show be what it is, man. Them shits, it is what it is. Come on, Aaron McGruder is supposedly going to be a part of it in some way. I don't know. That don't mean he going to be a writer, but right. he going to be a part of it, though. I like the Boondocks a lot. That was a cool-ass shit. The Boondocks oh, was man. dope as fuck. My boy Huey went for none. Are you going to get... Is the Boondocks... Spitting them actual factuals at you. So you saying the Boondocks going to hit you with the Donald Trump shit? Damn. They going to hit you with the Nicki and Cardi shit? They probably will. You, they going to hit you with the OJ shit? They going to hit you with the... <laughs> Mr. Juice, Mr. Juice. Mr. Juice. So they probably hit you with a couple on, most definitely. Okay. Stink meter gonna come back knocking niggas out. Oh, that's knocking me. niggas out, my boy Stink Meter. I don't care where you from, nigga. Signet. Uh. Okay, more excited for Boondocks or Rick and Morty? Boondocks. Yeah. Not even because they don't know black power shit. No, not even. They been gone the longest. Long time, and I rock. I just started. Like I told you, I just started Rick and Morty. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's fair. The shit funny as hell, but I've been rocking out with Boondocks Boondocks hit different, though. Yeah. Rick and Morty hit different, too. They do. Boondocks hit different. Um, <clears throat> ooh, excuse me. Baby, that was like a solid seven. And a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does Boondocks get an In Living Color Award? I would like to believe so. I think so. I think Boondocks definitely deserves an In Living Color Award. I would like to believe so. Because the commentary on it is just... It's important. Very. Because that show actually be teaching you some shit. Oh, look, baby. It's a lovely day. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah, nah, man. Now, my boy Zab Judah. <laughs> How you feel, niggas? <laughs> niggas approaching you at work. <laughs> hey, fam, what was that shit you had said? Bro, I watched that video. He was not <laughs> fucking with it. He was not ready to reciprocate the energy. I was just joking. And they set it up so lovely. Like, they eased him into it because they had the other two, the yeah. decoy niggas go in first. The decoy niggas. I'm like, oh, y'all dirty. Yeah, yeah, nah, you was still, yeah, you was looking, for, talking all that yin gang. You was looking for my boyfriend. Here he is, Mendoza, what now? He, oh, no, no, no. Hey. Send him on break for about a good five minutes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I need to see you outside, sir. They finna beat the... They finna beat him. 
He finna beat the. I wonder what happened afterwards. Quit playing off your way. I definitely need some after. I mean, he ain't hit his. If he hit his nah, ass, nah, he go to jail. I know, for the but rest I wonder what life, they. But. Wonder what that was about. Talk your shit now. He probably went outside and was cool with him. He just wanted to. Like, bro, don't be talking that crazy. Yeah, like, I'm going to punk your ass on camera because you want some goofy shit. Yeah. You was trying to be funny on camera, so I'm finna show your ass on camera. Fuck you talking about. Yeah. Now once the cameras is off, how you doing? I'm actually a pretty nice guy. Fuck you mean. Oh. So, uh, what's another video that was that shit was? Oh, the little homies Jeff Hardy and they OG. That shit, we, that was something <laughs> we were supposed to do. Kick them feet in. <laughs> I don't know why we never thought about that. I don't know, because we weren't holding hands like that, maybe. Yeah, we didn't definitely, them holding hands, that holding hands shit was dead. But that still, might be why they did that shit, though, because they was tired of holding shorty hand, and he, they kept telling like, we got it. Bro, that was the funniest shit. That shit was crazy, like, somebody put some fucking J.R. King shit over it, like, they voice over that shit. I ain't hear that one. Because that's exactly what it looked like. Oh God! Off the top rope. Look at what just happened. I did not hear the commentary. That was a funny video. I watched it at first. They were like, "I'm still trying to figure out what happened." I fast forwarded it and I missed the actual jump in the air part. And I just seen that they, that like, the moms fell. I'm like, "How the fuck did she get on the ground?" So I'm like, "Fuck it, man!" I just went back and watched the whole video. I'm like, "Oh, that's how she got on the ground." Teamwork. Made that dream work. They fucked cuz up. That's <laughs> all I can say. Like, they had her out here. <laughs> what you gonna say to them? Why would they ever think of that? She probably beat their ass into the next year. Oh, they definitely got beatings. Not whoopings. <laughs> she fucked them up when they got... She probably waited till they got home... Until they ate dinner, got out the tub, and, like, had kind of uh, forgot about it. It settles in. <laughs> she probably let them niggas go to bed first. <laughs> <laughs> you whipping ass in the dark. Oh, fuck. That the shit was swinging at mom. That's tough. Uh. But still, I don't know how we never did that shit, bro. Boy, that's something we should have done. That shit was nice. That shit was fun, neat. That's probably like that might be my favorite video on the internet. On the internet right now, like period. I told you my favorite video always. <laughs> Like that video with them two little homies is up there with shitting yourself. Like that shit funny. Cause she was shitting herself when she finally realized what had just happened. She, she tried was. to catch up balance and that shit didn't work. She took that tumble. Another tumble. Yeah. She probably looked up and sat around and they kind of was standing there like, all right, you want us to help you up though? <laughs> she probably shitting herself like, boy. Yeah, that one was funny as fuck. That's, oh man, that's my, my favorite video on the internet. Always gonna be that goddamn. Yo, Zell. 
The two little homies is right up there with it, though. <laughs> they right up the there. The more I watch it, the more I'll probably, you know, it'll grow me even more. That shit was funny, though. My boy KD won the ring. Did we talk about that shit? Nah, cause we ain't talked about the yeah, nah, cause I was saying, yeah. We ain't been. We ain't been but yeah, nah. That boy KD won the ring. I mean, uh Kawhi won the ring. I'm finna say KD been had one of bitches. That boy Kawhi got one. I'm happy for him. See, he been had one. He had one before KD had yeah, one. Actually, they both been had one. You right. That nigga K Kawhi got another one. That's what I'm saying. Kawhi got another one. He gonna stay in Toronto or he gonna bounce? He can do it either. I'm I'm asking. I think he gonna stay. I think he gonna stay for at least one more year. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of money. Nigga left fifty million dollars on the table Bruh. when he left San Antonio. Bruh. He under the radar. <laughs> he trying to stay low. I think he might pull a Barry Sanders. You think he might pull a Barry Sanders? Yeah. Retire. Like, retire while he's still in his prime. Not on some, like, I'm going to play until I'm unable to play anymore. Like, Kobe played until his body literally didn't have nothing else to get. Yeah. Uh, Shaq, till his body didn't have nothing else to get. Uh, Magic. The NBA used to be so lit, boy. Oh, my. It's still lit. You see what I'm saying? Like, wrong, all these the people NBA played lit. until their bodies, you know, just didn't have... They just didn't have it no more. Yeah. Nobody was like... James just like, all right, I'm out. Like, if he just peaced out on people, niggas would be like, wait, what? Yeah. No. Nah, people be playing till they just be like, fuck it. So, Barry Sanders doing that shit. Uh, there's a few more people that done did it. I think Barry Sanders probably the most notable, though. Yeah. Uh, I think he might... Him, I think Kyrie... Might pull one of them shits, retire while they can still, like, very clearly still play. I would definitely think Kyrie would, because the way he move out there, boy, you don't even want to see him take that decline. Exactly. So, you think KD going to stay in Golden State? Niggas got him going to I don't know New what, York. KD. I don't know what. I don't know what I'm thinking about KD right now. My boy, it's a loophole. This nigga KD came and got hurt. Clay got hurt. Oh, it look a little ugly. So, fucking. I don't know what KD gonna do. I think Kawhi gonna stay one more year, though. Yeah. Them niggas said that KD might sign the Supermax in Golden State, rehab with them, and then request a trade next year when he's oh! ready to play. <laughs> And they'll do it because they feel bad because he fucked this shit up playing for them. 
That's a nice ass move. So that'll be a game changer. That'll be oh, definitely. That's game ultimate. Leaks on the system. Yeah. My boy Melo. You know Melo. They talking about Melo fuck around and wind up with the Lakers. Him and LeBron. Man, I want him to at least get a ring. Even if he don't, that's cool. I want him to at least play for one. Like, you get, get your opportunity and then let me see what you would do when you got it on the line. Cause I know you got it in you, cause you won a championship and you won a medal, gold medal. He got it. That's what I'm saying. So he I don't question in. whether or not you a winner or no shit like that. Yeah. You ain't that. You just haven't done it at the NBA level. I don't know. That's why I'm like, he got it in him, dude. I just feel like he be needing the right people. They say Jr. Melo and Jr. might wind up on the Lakers. I peeped. Talking about love reunion and shit. It might happen. D Wade might come back after the All Star break. Fuck you, talking about. <laughs> nah, man, fuck out of here. That'll be sick. It's possible. It's possible. That'll be sick. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma. You probably gonna wind up with either Kyrie or D'Angelo Russell. And then Melo gonna play for whatever the minimum is, cause he got it. JR gonna play for whatever the minimum is, cause LeBron and Melo, his niggas. Yeah. And now you looking at, oh shit. Like these niggas might only make it to us. A fifth or sixth seed in the playoffs, but once the playoffs start, though, they you know you're not gonna want to play them niggas and set over a seven game series. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause they gonna have it. If that happened, I would be happy. They gonna have it. I'd so. be happy because my boy get to go out smooth, some type of way. People be trying to play my boy like he a bum. I don't think he no bum. He ain't no fucking bum. Niggas know he ain't no bum. Fuck, fuck out of here. Hoodie mellow. Bitch. Hoodie mellow, bitch. Fuck you mean. Mellow, mellow fucking time. My boy got a whole nother alternative costume on that bitch. Stay mellow, fuck you mean. Oh. Uh. Oh, I know. Fucking uh, the big three. Season started. They got three new teams: Enemies, Bivovac, mm-hmm. and the Triplets. My boy Iso Joe, Joe Johnson out there doing work. Hibachi, Gilbert Arenas out there doing work. Lamar oh. Odom, oh, he playing in the league. Yeah, I did see. Greg Oden, he playing in the league. I think that's the dopest part about it. A lot of players who can still really hoop, them getting a chance to you know still. Sell their skills in a way that's still professional and yeah. exciting. So, shout out to they, Cube. Sub to their speed. Shout out to the big three. Y'all need to quit boys and let my boy Cube got them down TV networks, man. Get off that with my boy. Nah, they ain't let him get that. Uh, oh, Chance. We ain't talk about Chance. 
fucked up because we started off with. We started off with fucking Chance the Rapper. Uh, I mean, fuck it, we say the best for last, you know. Uh, Chance released 10 Day and Acid Rap on all streaming platforms. Kind of. Right, I was gonna say, however, so track here or there that's not on one, you know, both. First of all, real niggas got the shit in their phone, in their library already from the mixtape download anyway. Yeah. So, either way. Moving on from there, though, if you didn't know about Acid Rap or 10 Day, ooh, exactly. I'm happy for you now, though, that you can experience Acid Rap and 10 Day. I know about it because his dad kept talking to me about it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Who is this guy? Keep trying to get me to listen to this mixtape. I don't want to hear this mixtape. Pops keep trying to pass it off on me, and I don't want to. But he doing it in the right way, though. He don't got an actual CD. He telling me to go listen to it. I was being... Niggas was being normal. That's how it be. Hey, bro, stop talking to me. Yeah. I checked it out. I don't regret it. One day you get caught off guard because you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go listen. Holy shit. What is wrong with me? Fuck me for not listening to this sooner. Yeah. That was the moment I had, so... So... One of the moments I told you you fly through the sun and you end up on the other side? That was one of them. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, why'd you do it? <laughs> you did it, but why'd you do it? Shout out to Chance. Shout out to Title and Apple, uh, Spotify, for getting that deal done. Um... And giving people access to the music, you know, to the art. That's dope as fuck. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, we keep saying for the most part and shit because uh, <clears throat> a couple of quid pro crows, uh, eyes missing, dots, T's, you know. <laughs> uncrossed, you know. Uh, <clears throat> the juice track. It's a hard track. It matters. Juice, 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 juice. It's not on now. I got the juice. I got the juice. It's not on Apple Music or Spotify. I fuck with the way he did that, though. That's dope. Gotta be creative some type of way. Got it ain't to. There. So I fuck with him just having a quick little personalized... <clears throat> My bad. Yeah. My bad. Now, on 10 Day, the song just won't play. Yeah, now on 10 Day, uh, this song's just not on there. Yeah. I think it's Windows. Yeah. It's just not on there. Um, Acid Rap, 10 Day, and Coloring Book are the three albums. They're all It's three complete works that we are familiar with. These are the three things that has gotten him to where he is, his prominence, his his fame, his success in music as a philanthropist and everything else. It's built off this platform. And now, after seven years, he's giving you what he's calling his debut album. What if that's just the name of it, debut album? 
I was thinking that already. Cause Chance to do some shit like that. I was already thinking. That's that. hard. He finally dropped the fucking vinyls. I've been asking around for these vinyls for six years for acid rap. For mm-hmm. ten day. Yeah. I've heard people. I've gotten. I've seen yeah. glimpses of bootleg copies. Never of anything official. Juice would be on the vinyl though. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. If you pay for a copy of Acid Rap or Ten Day, the songs will be on the version you pay for. Yeah, they just aren't allowed on the streaming platform versions of them. I imagine. I'll finna check something out. So, also, I noticed something. Get this in there. I noticed something. Every fucking item of merchandise that he sells on his website comes with a copy of the album. From the hoodies, to the t-shirts, to the hats, to the vinyls, to the posters, to the lighters. You can buy an $8 lighter and it comes with a digital download of the album. That's dope. That's genius. Album sales. Album sales. You sold 100,000 lighters. You sold 100,000 albums. You sold 100,000 posters. You sold 150,000 posters and 100,000 lighters. What do you mean? I sold 250,000 copies of my album. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? This nigga out here just changing the game. Cheat code. The information is right there. It is. He always told us, bro. Like, no. Information is right there. So, I think that's a very, very... uh, They've been doing it with concert tickets. Like, niggas been doing it for a while. I know a big thing Nikki had when she was getting her beef with uh, Travis Scott about the number one album shit. We we talked about it on here. Mm -hmm. She was selling tickets with her merchandise. Khaled recently he beefing with Tyler the Creator because he feel like some of his numbers should count and they shouldn't. Well, you selling energy drinks, but like these ain't even like yo energy drinks though. These are like some other nigga energy drinks, and they giving away tickets to your album kind of deal. Well, like that's a little different. Mm. You buy the energy drink from oh, yeah. You buying this shit from Chance himself. Right, right, right. This ain't, you not buying a lighter from Bic that say Chance on it and then Bic like, here you go. Yeah, yeah. No, you right. So, um, he got a tour coming, he got a tour thing coming, he got the vinyl pre-sales, them shits is dropping, I want all of them, fuck you mean? I'll have all of them fuck you talking about. You're right. I know you will. So, um, yeah, I shit. I mean, it ain't really nothing else to really be said. Shit. If you gonna buy some merchandise, buy it from ChanceRaps.com. Buy it from the MarathonClothingStore.com. Nip sell hard copy CDs on his joint. Chance sell hard copy CDs on his joint. I need to buy me another hat. You see what I'm saying? 
Buy you a hat, get us get an album, get a did, get a, get a download. Here it is, it's on your phone. It's on your laptop. You can stream it any way you want. Everything is on here. Every song is on here. All of these shit's clear. Why? Because there's money involved with it. Yeah. So, shout out to Chance. Lay Chancellor. Chancellor, Lay Rapper. Southside's on. Fuck you talking about. Southside's home. Fuck you mean. Of course. Um... I still got that pizza in there, boy. It's a motherfucking waffle maker in there. Fuck you talking it about. It is, but shit, now. I ain't think he... Yeah. I don't eat... Too many to play with... That was trying to hurt off the thing. Ooh. Well, I don't got no pizza, though. I suppose I'm I could. sorry. I think it's... Why not? Free... I don't know if you really want that shit, though. I could go get some chicken. From where? That is a great question. Say Harold's. Probably. Well, if you gonna get some chicken from Harold's. Shout out to Harry's. We always shout Harold's out, but shout out to uh, shout out to Harry's. I fuck with them hard too. Oh fuck you mean? Shout out to my boy Chef J. Butter Grubs Food Show Season Two just kicked off two in his bitch. Fuck you talking about? Oh, God, that's what I was thinking about saying earlier when I said I forgot what I said. Yeah. Ah, you funny. Shout out to my boy, Chef J, CEO of Medicaid Edibles, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my boy, he got the motherfucking Bud and Grub Show popping season two. I was telling you, I'm like, yo, it was about at Medicaid. I was lost. I'm like, hold on. Yeah. That's what it was, yeah, yeah. no. See, full circle, nigga, start uh, how we finish this bitch. I mean, y'all already know. I knew I wasn't retarded. <laughs> y'all already know. Um, but now, nah, season two kicked off at uh, Mikey's Grill, I believe. Mikey's Grill. <laughs> them burgers look decent as hell. They had, like, them little flat shit, the ones that, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them shits hey, look decent as fuck. My boy out here eating all the good shit. Black on. Motherfucker, shout out to the Food Truck Festival. We was out there. Man, I'm just saying, if you got a, if you know of a black owned restaurant and you want them featured on the show, hit us up, man. Hit up two parts at a time. You know what I'm saying? Hit up the Bunny Grill Food Show. Hit up Turkeys on the Roof and let us know. We'll come check the spot out. We'll come check the spot out. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Pride Parade is this weekend. Sunday, yeah. I hope it's a lovely day like this, you know. Man. It look a little precarious behind us right now. Yeah, the fucking weather been weird. It's supposed to rain, though, but it, then it don't got rain. But, uh, I want everybody to have a good time. Be shit. fucking safe, man. Get yeah. off that bullshit. I was... It's funny you said that I was debating in my mind about whether I was I don't like having to tell people to be safe Even though I know very well I have to tell people to be safe You do So um, I want it to be a beautiful day I want everybody to have fun and enjoy themselves Enjoy the parade uh, I gotta work but I might slide um, If I can catch I don't know what, what time do it start I think it's 12 to 3 
12 to 3, that is like prime work hours. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the cool, that was the dope part about the, the, the coffee shop I worked at when I was in Seattle was right there on 4th Avenue. 4th Avenue was where everything went down. It was the main street. Oh, so you caught so it up. So every parade, every protest, every whatever, right. it came right past the coffee shop. You caught it all. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, shout out to Pride Month. Shout out to the Pride Parade. Uh, and, you know, see, like, like Cuz said, everybody be safe, though. Everybody love everybody. Turned around and barked at his ass. I got a ring. I got a ring. Reach love. <laughs> Captain Planet ass nigga. Everybody love everybody. All right. Boston having a straight parade. You trying to go? <laughs> so goof ass out of come here. On, I mean, come on, bro. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Them niggas said they want to, they need, you know, they need to be acknowledged too, so. <laughs> They having a straight parade. <laughs> right, at that point, you just silly. You just being goofy silly. as hell, man. They want to be acknowledged too. Niggas is goofy. So y'all want to be acknowledged by other straight niggas, <laughs> or what are gay? I don't gay know. niggas who already have to acknowledge you every single day. This shit is retarded. They need to stop playing, bro. Goofy as hell, man. So. Boston, Boston, gay a funny-ass place, gay people man. Start I ain't up even never been people. there. Gay people gonna start running up on straight people, beating them up and shit. We gonna hate crimes and shit now. That boy Kyrie hated everything about Boston, they said. Clearly. My boy just did not want to be there. Clearly. I got a homie who just... My friend just got back from Boston on a work trip. She said she hated the food. It was the worst city she's ever been food-wise. When I think about Boston, I think about Boston Market and that shit trash. She she said that... And I think about the color green, oddly, but that's basketball. The Celtics, no, I get that. I think about fucking clam chowder, and I don't really like clams, and I'm not a fan of chowder either. I think about Boston Market, and I think this shit is trash. White people so food, so... That nigga said white people soul food. Boston Market's pretty soulless tasting food, though, bro. Hey. <laughs> I know people that eat there. I'm cool. I mean, well, we know niggas that eat at a lot of places that we wouldn't, you know, verbally recommend to motherfuckers. Yeah. Nah, man, I just, they funny as hell. So... Uh, y'all, all y'all goofy ass motherfuckers, y'all do y'all whatever, cause y'all gonna do it anyway. But to everybody that's gonna be, uh, you know, out on Sunday celebrating the parade in Chicago, uh, y'all motherfuckers have fun and uh, shit, be safe though. Be safe though. Shit, the motherfucking quote of the day is fucking my boy Jackie Moon. Everybody love everybody. Got a ring on my finger. Breeze love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not nah, seriously. Everybody love everybody. Shout that silly shit, man. That shit trash as fuck. You going around fucking with the living and shit. Don't fuck with nobody if they not fuck with you. That's just how I feel. That's how I move. If anybody fuck with me, I'm not finna go around fucking with them. If I'm doing some shit, it's because... My fuckers is goofies, bro. You fucking with me, bro. Leave me the fuck alone. 
But people do that shit, bro. They fuck with people who not bothering nobody. That's it. But man, that is the quote yeah. of the day. My boy Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Niggas love me sexy. Love me sexy. Love me sexy on a lovely day. Oh no. This lovely day. Uh shit. Nah, niggas might have to go tap that waffle maker for real, though. My boy finna go tap this waffle maker, and I'm finna go eat this nice, good-ass pizza. Oh, oh, niggas is pulling up. And somebody else just pulled up, and we finna be up out this Turkey time. Turkey bags of bud. Fuck you talking about? Let's go. So, peace. We out this. Love peace and hell grease.